Hey, good morning. This is Greg Grass with Chapter One. Um, I got a great book I'm looking at right now. I uh, I grew up with National Geographic. I was born in '54. Uh, remembered National Geographic in my house every month for years and years and years and years and years. Um, I've always loved the magazine because of the photography, not the stories. Well, the stories later, but uh, earlier on the photography. So, um, I've got Stephen Alvarez on the phone. He is a photographer who has worked with other photographers to compile uh, one of the most fascinating uh, National Geographic photographic books I've seen. It's called Rarely Seen Photographs of the Extraordinary. Well, good morning, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm well, Greg. I'm well. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great opportunity for me. Uh, Like I said, I grew up with National Geo and... Um, been a photography admirer for many, many, many decades. So tell us how this book came to be, and uh, who are you, and what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am, I'm a, I've been a National Geographic photographer for the last 20 years, and, and every year the Society puts together uh, one of these coffee table books that's a compilation of images from from various photographers and they reached out to me because this was going to be what's called rarely seen and it's photographs of places that that are hard to get to or things that are hard to see and i've spent my career at geographic covering exploration and adventure and natural history and in my bread and butter has always been going to places that are extraordinarily hard to get to Mm. so they reached out to me to write the foreword and to contribute Oh, four or five photographs to the book, and I uh, jumped at the chance because it is—it's just an amazing subject. And then they sent me galleys, and you know, to to write about the photographs in the book, mm-hmm. and to think about the role of the photographer in, in society is is something that I love to do. So that's um that's how I got here. Huh? The role of the photographer. What do you think, yeah, there's some technical stuff, but what do you think makes a great photographer? Now, I can, I can answer that myself just by looking through these photographs, uh, but tell me, what makes a good photog- a great photographer, Stephen? I, I, I think it's the ability to do one of two things, either see something new in the world or to see something in the world in a new way, and in a way that resonates with other people. And I've always chose the former, to, um, to go to places people don't get to go to. And In the foreword, I write about being in a cave room in Papua New Guinea and seeing a room for the first time that, that no one else had been in and being able to make an image of that and, and knowing that more people had been on the surface of the moon than have ever been in this extraordinary place. And that's what I've always chosen to do is, is to try to get to places that, that few people can get to and, and show extraordinary things. But other photographers can go a different route. They go to places that, um, that many people have gone to and they see it a different way. Right. Or, or they capture a moment that no one else has has seen, and that's that. I think is the role of the photographer is to explain the world in a different way. Right. We we all walk uh, our paths every day through life, and we see sometimes what we want to see. You know, my mom. I, I just remember it as a kid. Mom and dad. You know, go outside and look at nature. Uh, get down on the mm. ground. Get down on the ground. Look what's going on. Look up. Look to your right. Look to your left. Because, well, every, every, every little degree that we turn our head and look, we see something different. And 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to, uh, I've been many, many places in, in my life. And, and what I look at, what I do is I try to capture images, um, that are not typical. Um, and, and, and the photographers compiled in this book, uh, seem to just have, I don't know, an innate sense of, uh, beauty and composition and color. And, uh, that's what's so striking to me, um, for some of this photography it's just it's just absolutely amazing you mentioned going to places that maybe man has never been before is it to capture something that no one else has seen is it just the adventure of making that trek uh, from point a to point b you've got something inside of you that sees things differently than we do so what is it well there there's something undeniably thrilling about physical exploration. I mean, in, in whether that's going someplace that, that no human being has ever been, or or whether that's just going someplace for the first time. I, that, that, I think that's why we travel. It's why we go on vacation. It's why we go see new things. The human drive, but going into the Maya Lake Room, where, where that photograph comes from, and doing that original exploration, as scientifically significant as it is, I think would be a, a fairly empty experience for me if I couldn't make the image hmm. and use that image to explain the experience to the rest of the world. It, it, for me, exploration has always been driven by the photography and not, not the other way around. Okay. So what was your, um, give me something that sticks in the forefront of your mind. Uh, give me, give me, an, a, give me a, a location or a shot that, uh, that you're really, uh, that, was, that was innate to you, that was just Pure. Let me give you one from the book. It's yeah, on, yeah. What, what page is this on? It's uh, on. Tell me what page. <laughs> it's on one one eleven one ten one eleven. Okay, and it's uh, a photograph from Madagascar. It's called Lemur Leap. I love this image because I I spent so long working on it. Um, geographic images can take forever to make, and I was in the field at a national park in Madagascar called. The place is called Singi de Bemaraha, and the Singi are limestone pinnacles. And, and this place has 300-foot-tall pinnacles that are just so densely packed that if you can imagine Manhattan, but instead of buildings, they're, they're you know, knife-sharp, 300-foot-tall pinnacles, and the way you get around is by climbing up one side of buildings and down the other. That's what this place is like. It's just horrific to move around inside. It's it's an amazing shot. I'm looking at it right now. It's a two-page spread. And it does kind of look like a city, you know. Um, yeah. You're right. These pinnacles that just jarred out from the uh, from the jungle, and the two lemurs on the left um, blow me away. I mean, I thought they were guys in spacesuits for a second when I looked at the photo- well, photograph. The, the whole place has uh, has that very otherworldly feeling, and you know, to to be out it's in surreal there, in those pinnacles. It's, it's surreal. absolutely surreal. Yeah. Sort of, and, and there's no you got no reference for it. There's nothing in my life prepared me for going there really? because it, it's um it's uh it's a place unlike it's a world that i just i i don't have any frame of reference for um it's completely vertical huh. it's 300 feet down on either side uh ouch it's you know <laughs> incredibly sharp and yet there are these animals that live in there and they jump from pinnacle to pinnacle and that was uh, both a surreal and wonderful experience that will stay with me forever be able to get into that place and make an image that sort of begins to explain how bizarre parts of the world are 
So how um, – obviously, you got dropped off somewhere and had to walk to this site, uh, and, and it looks difficult from the, from the photograph. Did you spend days there or weeks there or what? I mean, how do you, how do you uh, we get – We were on that – we were out there eight weeks, Holy and um, most of it in one base camp that was very near where this image was taken. Mm-hmm. But, but to get out to where I'm making the photograph – there are there's a via ferrata that gets a little bit into it, but then you have to get off the uh, the path and climb around these pinnacles. So you you're on top of a set of pinnacles. You climb down one side until you can reach over and grab onto the next set of pinnacles, and you climb up that, Whoa. and then go over the top and go and go and go. And it's um, incredibly difficult going because it's just so sharp and rough. Yeah, it looks it's also like... hot and but so rewarding because. You get to see things like this. Yeah, yeah, you've you've captured something that man, you know, most men have not seen at all. How many? Uh, how many? Uh, uh, what, what's your crew size on a, on an expedition like this? So you got ten or twelve people, or a couple guys, or what? Um, on this, uh, I'm, I'm counting now, actually, because I don't know. Me, my assistant, my fixer, the rider, uh-huh. um, two guides from the national park which brings us up to six. And then I had drivers who stayed with the car. That's eight. Wow. And then we actually hired someone to, to get water and cook, so nine people. Wow. But, but when we're up on the pinnacles, it's usually just me and one other guy. What's the most dangerous thing you've done? Well, statistically, it's drive to the airport. But, um, <laughs> L.A.? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. This, yeah, this was right. The cave exploration tends to be real dangerous. Um, I, I've had a number of close calls involving moving water. Really? Getting trapped in waterfalls. Or, or I, I got thrown out of a boat once on the Colorado River that was touch and go. Um, but the cave exploration, especially the, the big underground rivers, is very dangerous. 30,000-year-old caves, right? I mean, just... Yeah. And cave and, art, and, cave art, right? Yeah, so as I've gotten older, my, my interests have gone more towards you know, kind of how society is organized. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did a story for Geographic on um, how we got to be artists the first you know why we became artists. And as part of that, I, I had this incredible experience of going to Chauvet. It's a, a cave in southern France that has 36,000-year-old paintings. And no one gets to go in there. It's completely closed. But after two years of begging, the French government <laughs> let me in to stand in front of 36,000-year-old paintings and know that that artist who painted these things is going to speak through my photographs to the 7 billion people that live on this planet now that that's an amazing position to be in to uh to be the one who's helping interpret that art for the rest of the people of the world. Yeah, you've you've touched so many people and and that's the, you know that's one thing about photography that we cannot take away from anyone is that photography has an innate ability to touch the soul um of a lot of people. I mean, when I look at something beautiful, it, it I can feel it deep down in. I mean, I don't know whether it's an appreciation of life or, my, you know, my parents being artists or whatever, but uh, photography that touches the soul and the heart of a, of a, of a being, I think, is... Um, is where it's at. So how many photographers in this book? You know, that, that's not a number I know off the top of okay. my head. Okay, all right, but, uh, not a problem. But, but, but more than 50. Okay. It's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a great collection of photographers yeah. and photographs. Yeah. Um, there are people like me that, that have 
a good number of photographs in the book. There are several people that only have one. Um, book's 400 pages long, uh, about 200, 250 photographs, and they're all hmm. showstoppers. I mean, each time I turn to a new page of this book, I'm just, I go, wow. I'm not familiar, and please excuse my ignorance, but have you made uh, any geo covers? Um, never in the United States. Okay. I have had the cover of every foreign language edition, and we have 20 now. But uh, never in the U.S. Well, what's wrong with them? <laughs> you're, a, you're a heck of a shooter. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, you've been you've been doing this since 1995, correct? Uh, as, yes, as a geo shooter, okay. And um, so you've got to have something else on your plate. I mean, uh, this is extraordinary. This this probably took months and months, if not years, I assume. And so what do you got going? What do you got going down the road, man? Well, um, I'm, I'm finishing up the natural wonders of the world, and, and then I would like to continue with art. So we're, we're, mm. we're looking at, at an enormous project of photographing the world's ancient art um, be, because a lot of this stuff is at, is at risk. It's at risk mm. climate change, and yeah. there, there are a lot of old paintings that, that ought to be preserved now yes, yes. and so we're looking at how to do that um steven tell me a little bit about yourself um you married you got kids uh, single uh what do you do for fun yeah, what do you I, do for fun what do i do for fun i i talk to my kids i'm married and have two teenage kids we live in a live in the southeast and um i i sort of have the best of both worlds there yeah um are they are they uh boys two boys uh a boy and a girl boy and a girl and they're teenagers Teenagers, you yes. poor man. No, it's, it only gets to be more fun. Okay, you call me back. Let's see. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. <laughs> you know, that's something else. Um, I, I got about 20 seconds. I'll let you uh, let you go now. With uh, um, you've already told me about what you got coming up, and uh, so um, what is what do you do? Just one more question. What do you do to relax? Okay. I know you got the kids and everything, but, but what do you do to relax? Do you, do you read? Do you write? Do you listen to music? Uh, you know, what, what, I ride what, a bicycle. You ride a bicycle. Uh, to, to relax. I, I, I go on bike rides. It's, uh, no, it's another, another healthy guy. Oh boy. I tell you, well, you, you know, you, you've got to have stamina, I guess, uh, to do what the heck you've been doing all over the world. <laughs> All right, folks, listen, we got to wrap it up. Explore the Extraordinary in, in a um, uh, National Geo book, rarely seen photographs of the Extraordinary, put together uh, the forward written by Stephen Alvarez, a uh, international world-famous photographer, uh, compiled over 50 uh, f- photographers to get this book out. It's a wonderful read, and uh, uh, visually it's it's absolutely amazing. Stephen, I thank you very much for being on the show. I hope uh, all the best for you, and... Uh, Wish you well. All right. Thank you, Craig. Thank you very much, sir. Bye-bye.